Hello, listeners to LinkedIn Leverage. I'm Peter Williams. And in today's episode, I want to share with you an experience I had recently consulting with a very successful, very highly qualified physician. He's very qualified, experienced, and his credentials speak for themselves. Well, you and I know that credentials don't speak for themselves, do they? And he realized the same, and he's trying to expand his practice, and his interest was, how can I use LinkedIn to broaden my practice, to attract more patients, and to grow my business? And so I looked at his LinkedIn profile and talked with him a little bit and came up with a two-pronged strategy, and it was actually a very simple strategy. So the first thing I looked at was his profile, and the idea that we could optimize the SEO, the search engine optimization, on his profile and put some easily recognized sorts of calls to action on his profile for when somebody looked him up specifically. So the first place to look was the headline. And this is, I think, a bugaboo that a lot of people have on their LinkedIn profile. They're, they're really misusing that headline area, the what I call the branding headline. This is right under your name, and it's the field that if you don't go in and change it, LinkedIn is going to just put a default field in there, which is your current job title. For most small businesses, your current job title is simply not recognized. Nobody knows the name of your business, and it has absolutely no search value. So let's work on that headline. And in his case, there's a certain specialty that he offers in his practice that has a very recognizable acronym. I encouraged him to put use that acronym in his headline. That has very high search value, not just in the LinkedIn search function, but in Google. They really look at that headline area. So we worked briefly on putting together a branding headline along the lines of provides this procedure in the Atlanta area. And then also, there's plenty of space there. There's 220 characters allowed. So add something like accepting referrals from and then the categories of physicians that might refer patients to him for this procedure. The second thing we talked about, he already had creator mode turned on on his profile, which was interesting. He didn't realize he had turned it on, but it was on, and he had some nice featured items in his featured section, and I suggested something that I've suggested to numerous people. I've mentioned it on this podcast, and I still have never heard anybody else recommend this, but I think it's super important. When you put a featured item in your profile, LinkedIn will sort of grab the headline from somewhere in the text of the item that you post. Oftentimes, the vast majority of the times, that headline just doesn't tell the viewer, somebody looking at that thumbnail, what the featured item is about. So, for example, for in my profile in the featured section, I'll say, listen and subscribe to Peter's podcast. That's one of my featured items, and that's my headline. I went in and created that headline. And I do the same thing in the other featured items that I have. Read about how Peter helped such and such. 
there's a reason somebody can look at that and say, oh, okay, I, I would like to read about that and click on it. But if you make them guess, confused people don't buy, right? So they're not likely to spend the extra time to click on it if they don't recognize what they're getting into. So he had some great featured items, and I showed him how to craft that headline, how to go in and edit that headline and write it for each of the featured items as a call to action. And then the third thing I suggested, he had a real nice banner photograph, you might say, a banner design at the top of his profile. And I just suggested add a soft call to action there, maybe do a hashtag and then use those words for the special procedure that he's an expert in that's unusual. It's hard to find physicians highly qualified to do that. And it sets him apart. Maybe a hashtag and, and put that and then maybe put your website address or a phone number. A soft call to action so that somebody will take that next step to look more closely. So that's the profile and the SEO part of it. And then the other thing that I suggested to him was, and I showed him, and this is another thing, we've certainly talked about it on this podcast, is the advanced search feature of LinkedIn, the advanced people search, that 99 people out of 100 or more are not aware that LinkedIn offers anything like this, much less that it's free. He wanted to identify people on LinkedIn who were in family medicine or they were in internal medicine based on their LinkedIn profiles, try to connect with them and make them aware that he was out there and taking referrals. We did an advanced search and you may know how to do it, but if not, you put your cursor in the search bar at the top of the LinkedIn homepage and then just hit return. Then you'll click people. You have about eight choices there, eight or so buttons you can click, including company, posts, groups, etc. You want to click people. And then once you've done that, it'll show you initially about 800 million results. That's how many members there are on LinkedIn now. Click. There's a now a button at the top to the right side of the top part of the results page. And it says all filters. And that's the magic key to advanced search. Go ahead and click that. And another panel sort of slides in from the right side. And you can scroll down and search, select all kinds of search categories. And for this particular client, this physician, we clicked just two categories. We clicked location, greater Atlanta area, and we clicked industry in the medical practice industry. And then we went down and in the keywords section, or in the, excuse me, in the title section, we put in family medicine or internal medicine. And we got a set of very on-point results, extremely on-point results. The next step from there that I suggested would be first do the browsing strategy. And this is something that Andy Foote has suggested and gave it that name. It's a very smart thing to do when you get a set of results like that. Scroll through them one at a time. Hopefully you've narrowed your search to where it's a manageable number of results, 50 or no more than 100. And you would go through and the ones that look interesting click on their profile, review their profile, and then go back to your search results. When people 
have their profile looked at like you just did, they're going to get a notification that you've looked at their profile. And 99 times out of 100, what are they going to do? They're going to look at yours. Once they look back at yours, you're going to get a notification that they've looked at yours. And that's probably the time to go ahead and reach out with an invitation to connect. There's the beginnings of a mutual interest anyway. I think he was really excited. These are fairly easy, fairly straightforward things to do on LinkedIn, but I never cease to be amazed at the power of the LinkedIn platform and the capabilities it has to really enable people who have great credentials and great qualifications to quickly grow their ability to be seen as an expert and to add to their network of people that they can do business with. So thanks for listening today, and I'll talk to you again soon on LinkedIn Leverage.